Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the From Busy to Rich podcast. I am Wes Young, and uh, we've got a great show for you here today. We're, we've been in this series called Building an Ideal Team, uh, and, and we've been hitting it from a lot of different angles. As you know, this, this whole podcast is, is built around the idea to inspire advisors to increase profitability and quality of life. And one of the best ways we know to do that is by building an ideal team. And there's so many facets that, that we can do that. Um, and today, today I'm really excited uh, about the, the guests that we have on the podcast because um, there's a there's a, a great uh, network of help that you guys have heard me mention multiple times, the Elite Advisor Network. And uh, today we have Sten Morgan and my friend, Andy Traub both of which I get to spend time with in our lead advisor network on a regular basis. Um, you, you've heard a little bit from Andy in the past. This will be the first time directly on our show that you get to hear from Sten. Um, and as always, Justin, Justin's joining us too, to make sure that, that we all stay in line and, and, uh, and, and say the right things. Um, but I, I want to tell you a little bit about Sten real quick. Um, Sten's built a great multi-advisor fee-based financial planning company. Uh, they're, they're making a massive impact. Uh, they're in the Nashville and surrounding areas. He's author of several books. Um, like I said earlier, he and Andy actually founded uh, the Elite Advisor Network, which you guys hear me talk about all the time. And I want them to talk a little bit more about that today. And he also has a podcast called Becoming an Elite Financial Advisor, and, and which is really what brought us to today. Uh, this this one, by the way, should be on your weekly download list if it's not, because there's great content, great references. Um, they had me on once, so you know it's just a it's a hit. Already. Hey Wes, that episode actually did pretty good. So give yourself a awesome credit. But, awesome, yeah, I love is. it. <laughs> I mean, it's not our best episode, but it was. I mean, it's up. It's top ten. It's top ten. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I keep listening to it over and over again, so we yeah, boost it. <laughs> weekly uh, meeting. Weekly That's right. yeah. Let's start our weekly meeting again with Let's process. Who has a new device? Let's download it. <laughs> uh, no, listen, Andy, Sten, thank you guys uh, so much for, for, for being here and being a part of, of what we're doing today. I'm looking forward to our, our content. I love this topic, man. I, I think when I speak to groups at times, I'll, I'll say, who here wants to make more money, make more impact and work less? And really, that's at the end of the day, if asked that way, most of us would agree. But if we look back, most of us are just creating busy jobs for ourselves. That's right. And without a team, without structure, like we really won't get to where we are a true business owner. We're running a practice and making a big impact. So I love talking about this. Uh, it's so true. And, and you know, what, that's what really when I we were in this series and I heard you and Andy talking about uh, the title of your last show that just aired, uh, which was Show Me Your Friends. Because I think when we think of building an ideal team, it, it's natural and normal for our our minds to go to that. Well, who who's aboard our our organization's team? Like, who have we hired? Who's who's who are our advisors? Who's our back office folks? But you went a little bit of a different direction with this, and I and I thought it was so powerful. So, uh, I, I, if you would, Sin, talk to me a little bit about that that title, that show me your friends, and a little bit about how that matriculates out in the way you do your approach to business and, and how things how things work. Yeah, for, for me, this has manifested itself more in like a personal realm. Uh, I'm a people pleaser, people server. I mean, a lot of us are like that. That's why we do well in this business. But if if you see yourself as I'm constantly having to solve other people's problems and you know I'm dragging people along with me because I believe in them and I want it for them and 
And I've done this with junior advisors. I've done this with friends. I've done this with family. And the more I've learned about we are a product of the people we spend most of our time with. And we mentioned that Harvard study on our podcast, which kind of blew my mind because I've heard, hey, you're the combination of the five people you spend your time around. But Andy, was it 90%? Yeah, I mean, essentially, essentially, I think what it, I think the best way to summarize it would to say that essentially ninety percent of your decisions are because it was it's talking about the results, but it's ninety percent of the decisions you make are because of those around you. And I think you take this to a way negative side, and you're like, you ask yourself like, why would someone stay in a game if they don't want to be in a game? I mean, you think about really like the worst of the worst. I was listening to a podcast this morning, and it was talking about starting churches in the inner city. And most church plants don't start in inner cities. And it was just the unique challenges of that environment. And sometimes people will say like, why would someone stay? Why don't you just move? Right? But it's like, because the people you're around keep you there, right? And if that's true of the negative, then it can also be true of the positive, right? It's like, why are they so successful? Because the people are around, right? Um, And so Stan Stan gets into this uh, more, but I think that's, that's the both ends of the spectrum is it's true on the negative side and it's true on the positive side. Yeah, I think, yeah, it was like 90%. It was a high number. And, and, and to the point to me where it was on my radar before, but as business owners and advisors, all the stuff we look at, we could be spending our time on. This should all of a sudden be at least number one or number two all the time. If we, if we truly believe it impacts us that much, I think it's something I think about periodically. It's something now I probably think about every week. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the things, too, that that I like, and I'd like you to speak to it a little bit, um, there's this old, it's an African proverb, and it, and it says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And and I think one of the times, when, when I begin to um, just look for networks of help outside of like the traditional things, you know, you, you guys mentioned this on your, your last podcast, where traditional uh, environments where you may go to an organization, large organization that you're a part of, and you kind of look at anybody that's in the room around you and you want to join a study group or something like that. And, 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 but you're not necessarily being totally strategic about who's in that group. You're just bodies together. Um, but, but really getting, getting, taking that to the next level, which is one of the things. And, and if you speak to this a little bit that I really found exciting about the elite advisor network is like I, I want to go far, but I want to go far with people who are going in a specific direction. And the more I learned about our community that we meet with regularly, um, and and the people that were a part of it, it was like instant light bulb. While there's a lot of great people and a lot of a lot of neat things that go on, there's a specific group of people that are going somewhere, and I want to be a part of that to go further, faster, instead of trying to figure it out and stumble through it on my own. Yep. I mean, most of us, if we've experienced some success, we believe that that's, I'll, I'll figure it out eventually. Then you realize time is your, your greatest asset. And as I've accepted anything that will help me reach a solution faster, the value of that is m- way more than I ever thought. It was always head down, just will it to be, and you waste a bunch of time. And so in our community, a huge subset of what we spend our time is on the industry is going to advice-based practices. You have to be able to deliver ideas, communicate in stories, like to compel people to do business with you because everything else is going to be commoditized even more than it already is. Yeah. And so the advisors that resonate most with us are the ones that say, I know my time is valuable. I just need to learn how to turn that into a business. And 
I also need to learn how to communicate the value to the client, but also while I'm communicating to the client, I'm also convincing myself that I'm worth it. Yeah. And, you know, should I charge the biggest fee I should? Well, probably not because that doesn't scale. Well, should I charge 500? No, because that's not a good business. And so that those kind of problems we're trying to solve together. And, and that's why, you know, a huge tr- chunk of our community is people that are like, I've already figured that out. And I want to build a better business around it. Or I've given that away for years and I know it's valuable. Teach me how. Another aspect of this, um, I think I, yeah, I shared this with you yesterday, Stan, of one of our uh, members of our community, and he was talking about how he had done, he had met someone on an airplane uh, to, and actually earned, uh, he got a, a meeting with them uh, coming home from our event. And he also, he told me the story before, and it was a cool story, but then he's like, oh yeah, I didn't tell you this, but that was in first class. Like I, I, I intentionally, Stan inspired me to fly first class. And I was like, tell me more about that, you know? He said, because you guys talk about it, it's about who you're around. And and I said, okay, well, how much more did it cost you? I and mean, that's the next question. Like, was it? And he's like, it was like 500 more bucks. And I, you know, and, you know, he's three rows ahead of where he would have been. So he wasn't row seven, he's in row three. But that put him next to someone that really was his ideal client. And he just struck up a conversation and knew how to answer, what do you do? And to me, that's an example of he was choosing who to be around. He was choosing, you know, who are the ideal people I want to spend my time around? Versus I had a conversation yesterday with someone, a neighbor who said, yeah, my wife's in this leads group and she just hates it, <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying all leads groups are bad, but I, I, I hear the way Sten talks about his COI network is what we call actually our ideas network. He loves those people because he's gone and picked the best. And I think that's something else is people like you get to you can choose these people like Sten has been very strategic about saying like, I don't want people who are just available. I want the best people. Um, and I'm not going to ask anything of them other than just give me your ideas. And it's an example of you get to choose the people that influence you, right? You're not in school anymore. You don't have to read the book that the teacher is assigning. You can read any book. You can make a phone call to anyone. You can send an email to anyone. And Stan's just done a really good job. And I, and I think that that's why it kind of bleeds into our EAN network and our community is... If it's not working, stop. If it's not, if that person's not helping you, you know, it's okay to let it go, <laughs> right? Yeah, a great, great book. I just finished reading it called Necessary Endings. Um, everybody that's listening should read that book tomorrow. It's, it's business based. You know, why? What? What are the things that hold us back from um, hiring somebody when we should, letting somebody go when we should, uh, firing clients when we should, like all these things that life is full of starts and endings all the time. Mm-hmm. One, you learn to just deal with them better. Uh, two, you learn to see them coming sooner and make better choices. Um, that's my book shout out for the day that I just finished is uh, you may be thinking as we're talking about, man, I'm looking at my closest five people and we'll just keep it to business for now. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, two of them bum me out. Two of them are always in you know, something's always going wrong. I feel like I'm always lifting them up. Again, we want to be generous and serve people, but if, if too much is being sucked out of us, um, we need to have a core group that fills us up so we can go pour out. And so that necessary ending books, if you read that, there's, you, you can't help but look around and say, oh, there's some hard conversations that need to be had. Yeah, I love that. I think w- one of the things that makes me think about is like all of us are, we are in a, a story, a narrative that we are, we are living out life as a result of this narrative that's in our heads. And quite often we inherited it 
like we didn't never decide it or, or maybe at one point we did, we inherited it from a younger version of ourselves. You know, I think about coming into this business and said at one point, you and I had a very similar start to this business with the kind of the large insurance carrier door and, and you inherit a way forward. Oh, yeah. And, and you look around and some people are doing really well and you're thinking, well, I must just need to do this thing and, and run fast and work hard. And certainly there's, there's success there that's reached. But when you begin to explore what else is available out there, what other narratives are available that you can blend into the rhythm of your life and actually go, actually, I don't need to keep that couch I inherited because that couch is great for the time I had it, but it's no longer even fit in the room that I needed in. And I can move so much more powerfully and, and being on the lookout for those more powerful, useful, valuable narratives that are going to serve you way better. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. And I, I think if all of us can create like a sense of urgency, around that where our instinct is going to be to avoid it, you know, until the last moment, it's kind of like until something gets so painful, most of us don't change. And how can we, you know, turn our radar on a little bit better to where it's like, we're anticipating these things before it gets so painful. Um, Cause change is happening, whether we like it or not, we're either surprised by it because we were in denial of the obvious. Yeah. Or we just waited so long that it forces our hand. And it's like, whether it's business relationships, team members, I'm like, I look back and I was like, man, I knew it in my gut, that thing needed to happen. I just didn't take action. Yeah. Uh, and so being impatient about trying to find what are these blind spots? And so for everybody that's listening, if you are not in a community of some kind, get in one, mm -hmm. don't try to even overanalyze it, get around people that are going to ask you questions and challenge you. You may quickly realize, okay, I need to, I need to level my group up, but any amount of ongoing accountability and perspective um, will change your business immediately. I talked to advisors. I mean, I have three calls today with advisors I've never met who go to, you know, our, our website and, and say, Hey, I want to talk to someone about e-advisor network. And a vast majority of the advisors I talk to, it's not that they're in the wrong community. They're in no community. Yeah. They're just alone. Right. Even if they're in their office with other advisors, it doesn't, you can be in a room full of people and be alone. Right. Uh, because they actually have more of a competitive nature. Right. They, they, they feel like they're sort of like, you know, trying to fish from the same pond. Right. Um, and so first, I would say most advisors just don't have a community. Um, and second, and this is from experience of, of, of two years of talking to advisors that I get to talk to an advisor. And then a year later, sometimes they'll reach back out and they'll reach back out because they'll say nothing's changed other than it's been a year <laughs> and I'm. You know, I am now sick and tired of being sick and tired. Before I was just sick and tired, and now I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And and I'm not saying the Elite Advisor Network is the only solution for people, but I am saying it is a solution. And that again, the symptom is most people are not in a community at all. And what I would say is the people that I've talked to that didn't join, they generally don't go find something else. They just go back to nothing. And again, our hope is whether it's with us or someone else, like. Do what you need to do. Be around good people. We're just really confident that we've got the right people because we vet them, right? And when someone, and this is something that Stan and I are really adamant about, we all have these calls with people and I'll say, great, I'll follow up in two days or two weeks or whatever it might be. Then we stop. They're on our email list, but we don't beg them because I don't, I don't want them to be in the community unless they want to be in the community, right? Uh, that's another part of a really healthy community. Um, it's like you shouldn't 
people don't have to be there. Why? Because it should it should be good enough that they want to be there. That's right. right. Like when people have meetings with Stan, his clients, like they're excited to have a meeting versus like, oh, I got to go. It's not the principal's office, right? It's Chuck E. Cheese, right? It's good times, right? Thanks for that comparison. That was good. <laughs> uh, when you're a kid. Now, let's be clear. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Is this is like horrible. Chuck E. Cheese of old or like new? I feel like Chuck E. Cheese is kind of old. Oh, oh. Perry's Steakhouse. It's Perry's Steakhouse now. Come on. Uh, <laughs> we're talking pr- like when you had lower standards. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> bad analogy. Perfect. Uh, well, I, I want to give us a little bit of a different angle on this. And so I think it is one for us to be essentially evaluating the people we surround ourselves with. But another lens to look at is like, who are you to somebody else? Like, are you at a place where you are a, an amazing one of five for somebody else? Because if, if we're always sitting in a seat of like, hey, what is everybody giving me? And this is falls into a community too. If you show up to community and you're like, give me, give me, give me. And you're not going saying, hey, how can I contribute? Am I bringing my full self? Am I bringing new ideas? Like we, we need, well, we'll just use the number five. We need our five or whatever that number is around us to challenge us. Um, I know West, we're part of C12. That's 12 business owners once a month for a full day. Once a year, we get to go and present our business and people get to ask questions and, you know, we get vulnerable. Yeah. I also have to bring something to that group. It's not just, hey, guys, help me. And so I challenge everybody listening to say, hey, who are my people? Does that group need to change? If I don't have anybody, you know, EAN is a great place to go to say, what is community like and how is it going to change me? But also, who who am I? potentially somebody else. And am I bringing my best self? Am I challenging myself so that I can really give back to in that? Yeah, I, I love that. And I think so much, I mean, everything we do, whether whether it's communicating with a client, really, what are we doing? We're, we're inviting them in a, into a story that is going to help them elevate the way they think and see and ultimately move. And with, with uh, Transform University, EAN, you're inviting them into a story that's going to help them think and see and move more powerfully. But it becomes really clear, like when you visit with people that are not yet have taken that step, some people are so ready and they are so excited about going, I am, I'm embracing this. I know I need to get better. I know I know even if people with really, really good practices, this isn't like they're broken, right? In many yes. cases, it's, it's like they're doing really well, but they, they have such a hunger and a drive to want to get better. And when you get around, you know, 15, 20 people that are like that, and everybody's looking for other ideas and bringing those ideas to the table. Yep. It's it's not even the what is it the the sum of the parts is is not the sum of the parts the whole is like you get such a better outcome as a result. In fact, I remember way back just a funny one off example of this is it's been uh, yeah I mean maybe at the at the onset of EAN when we were in a said you and I were in a breakout session together and and I remember one of the things looking back on things that I looked at massively altered like my productivity, my quality of life um, was one of the, we were in a meeting and, and I was talking about, yeah, you were saying, well, tell me about like your favorite meetings, how they go the best. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, when, when Cody, uh, he's also a lead advisor, but I, so he can get more reps. I've got him in some of my meetings with me. And, and when Cody's in those meetings, you know, they go better. He'll lead part of it. And then when I'm done, he he does the meeting notes and does the strategy summary for me. And man, I just got better energy. And, and I remember Stan looks at me and he's like, so I don't understand. Why don't you have Cody in every meeting? <laughs> I was like, well, because I've never done that in the past. Because <laughs> I've always done it this other way. Okay, you know? yeah. 
<laughs> that's, not, that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but you know what? Now, I mean, we've massively grown. Justin's a part of our team in that same elite advisor group that we kind of share where he's developing advisors within our group. So we've done this massive, not just multiplication, but I mean, not just addition, but multiplication in growth. But how long would it have taken me to get to that idea unless you had somebody from the outside going, why don't you just do that all the time? <laughs> so it's just powerful to have some of these things work together. Yeah. And I, once you feel that, you get it and you're bought into it, you're bought into community. And, and, and you, you may be listening and, and you've never felt that. And so it's hard for you to understand like, well, what is this community thing they're talking about? And it's like, but, but once you do, you get it. And so everyone needs to be in community. Everybody, whether it's, I have a, a coach community, I have community of advisors, like something, because I promise you, as soon as you have one or two moments when you're like, I never looked at it that way. I'm doing that much faster than I would have now because of that. You're then you're sold. And I think Andy, a lot of people you're talking to, they just haven't yet had that feeling or those enough ahas to say, wow, there's just a faster way to get where I'm going. You know, I've maybe a lot of people that listen to this um, are sports fans. And I just think, you know, there are examples of this where like, I think of um, um, Randy Moss, who uh, was kind of a troublemaker in a lot of his playing days. And when he played for the Patriots, guess what? He didn't get in any trouble because he became part of a very clear winning culture. And he wanted to be part of that. And the reason I bring that up is we see this happen. It's like certain people get on a team and it's like, listen, like everybody elevates when they're on the right team. And the challenge is if you've never been on a team like that, you don't know what you're missing out on. Right. So I would just submit that uh, it can be difficult. but it's you you literally don't know what you're missing and the reason i love the business of financial advisors and specifically getting paid for your time and advice is the things that sten teaches people things that you teach people west it it doesn't take you two years to pay off like i made this investment i came to this event for four thousand dollars or five thousand dollars and and you know oh you'll you'll get it back you know by the time your kids graduate from college you know like no like the next week you can take something you learned and go, okay, that, that was worth it. That was worth the investment I made. And that happens, and then it happens again and again and again. And that's why the stories about people coming to our events or a call we had, and it's like, hey, Andy, I did that the next day and I got the deal. Right. Um yeah, we had the guys that's the joy of this. Yeah, we had the guys four thousand dollar planning fee. I don't know if the story's made it to you yet, Wes. Um that was it. That was their cap. It was a fun joke at the event. Um, one of them just closed a twenty six thousand dollar financial planning fee. Fine. Fantastic. Which is just to them would have been just unfathomable. Guys don't even talk about it. 10 was like to them, like, man, if we ever go from four to 10, but it just something awoken in them to be like, oh, wow, these ideas are valuable. And and that was from one event, me doing financial planning, which has led to millions of revenue and a lot of AUM started because I went to a conference and heard an idea. And so we, we should be hungry for those things. And the chances of those things coming about is much, much better when you're around other people that are also pursuing those light bulb moments. Yeah. And, and, you know, I love all that. I love, I love the, so our, again, this podcast is about helping increase profitability and quality of life. And I think we, we would be remiss not to also mention, yeah, we, I mean, these things we've been talking about, they increase profitability in a major way. For sure. The quality of life side though, is, is something I think I want to spend just a second on. Um, in fact, Justin did a, did a great talk at a men's conference that we were at, who hopefully we'll have to, to play here uh, soon. 
but that, you know, life is a team sport. And, and the part of that is not just because you're more productive as a team, but the quality of life you have dramatically improves. There's a, there's a great C.S. Lewis quote, and it's one of my favorites. I, I wrote it down here to, so I get it right, but it's, it says, friendship is unnecessary, like philosophy, like art, like the universe itself, for God did not need to create it. It has no survival value. Rather, it is one of those things which gives value to survival. Mm. And, and I really think when I talk about community, I love the profitability. I love drive. I love creation, new things, but also the, the quality of life from who you're doing it with, the friendships that, that result is uh, it is. So if we guys can, can, let's all talk about that for a little while. Yeah, I mean, part of the, the birth of EAN was that I just couldn't find community. You know, I was like, man, where, where is this? I know it's out there, but for some reason, I just happened to not be at the right place at the right time. And, and so it's like, I, I believe in getting off the island. And what's hard is when you're on the island, sometimes you just, you don't, your baseline for normal is alone, your baseline for normal. And so you just don't even know what you don't know. And so being around other people, and that's why I love being part of it. I love being on the calls, you know, the mastermind we're launching. I'm, I'm just excited to be part of that myself. And so um, I have yet, because my mind, and you probably learned this, my instinctual lean is uh, results, business, profitability. And, and I, at times, that's why Andy and I are such good friends. He's much better at this than me. Is like, how does that feel? Like, what, what is that like? You seem like you have more energy. You seem like you enjoy it better. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. I don't have time for feelings, Andy. Right. <laughs> well, and here's, a, here's the, as advisors, you know, you, you don't sell things to people and you don't give them a plan because it's like, and this will make you feel good. Like, no one's writing a check for 10 grand for that, right? Like, it might make you feel good because I'm going to Disneyland. Like, I'll, I'll write, you know, check for 10 grand for that. Like, they want something tangible. And what I would submit is that those, I think, who really win, even the most successful, um, and I, I think about people like on Shark Tank, you know, it's like there are deals that don't go through on Shark Tank because they're just like, you know what? I love your business. And this they'll say this. I don't say, I love your business. I don't like you. I think you're too cocky. It's like, I don't want to work with you. Like, friends, that stuff matters. If it's just about dollars, dollars, dollars. And, you know, if I wanted to, if I want the most efficient life possible, then like I'd have someone else raise my kids. You know what I mean? You know, like I would delegate phone calls to whatever, like, like, (laughs) no, like it's not about the most, sometimes it's, do you want to enjoy the journey? Do you, do you want to go through this and have other people call you out on your bull or have you have people call you out when you're thinking too small? We had a call just last uh, two weeks ago now. And we had an advisor in our community talk about how they were helping a client with this and this. And we just said, stop. Are you charging them for that? And they're like, well, no. And we're like, you need to, like tomorrow, like stop, like, because you're worth it. And they're like, you know what I am? Like, sometimes, sometimes the problem is not that people are thinking too big and too materialistically. Sometimes it's they're not, they're not thinking big enough. And the other is sometimes they're just forgetting that like life is a lot better when you're going around and, and through it with people that are enjoyable to be around. And that's why you don't just get to pay to be in. Like no one has said, I'm in and in, click join. No, mm-hmm. we have to have a conversation with you. You have to file an application. And then we don't chase you if you don't want to join because we don't want to try to talk you into it, right? We want no, you to- I had to apply multiple times just to, <laughs> yeah. just to try and get in. Well, the well, alias you kept worked. telling them the link was broken, but it was <laughs> Yeah, the right. alias worked, you know? Uh, but yeah, you're in, you're in. Now, yeah, I mean, West, 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 I would West, say this. West has a lifetime membership. To you. <laughs> <laughs> he does. 
But I mean, I think this, I think of this, like Wes, you brought someone to our last event, right? From your yeah. team. Yeah. And I mean, again, that's what it's sort of like, you want to be around people who get you, who think like you, who who want to continue to aspire. Instead of what I have found, there can be situations when I've been around a bunch of advisors and it's sort of just this, oh, I have this much and you have this much and I'm this busy <laughs> and I'm getting ready to close this deal, this and this. And I'm like, good for you, right? But the difference in our communities, we would actually celebrate each other instead of just comparing ourselves to each other. Like yeah. people don't get around Wes in our community and think, oh, I could never be Wes. They're like, oh, I love that I get to learn from Wes and Stan. And right, it's it's a very different posture. And right. if you've never experienced that before, um, you know, I would encourage you to consider joining our community because it's that that's the kind of people. Another thing that's helpful is on our podcast, uh, if you just type Stan Morgan in any podcast player, you'll find it, um, is that we have interviewed some members. Uh, we actually had one episode, we talked to four different members about like, and I think it was called, does this really work? <laughs> right. And we just talked about like advisors who just took advice and then implemented it. Um, so it's, it's a great group of people. And I, and I, and again, I think it comes from Stan was like, I don't have this. Let me just make it. Yeah. I love it guys. And and this is, this has been great. Um, I want to, I want to one, yeah. And you mentioned this briefly, but I want to hit it again. So where where can that people go to find uh, one EAN and and also uh, I know Stan's podcast will pop up anywhere you put Stan Morgan but wh- where where could you where you, we'll link to this in the show notes as well but but just to those listening if you're like me and you're driving down the road and you're going to try and type while you're driving I never do that but if if I was what would they type Well number one in the show notes very high to the top will be a link and it's stenmorgan.com S-T-E-N, stenmorgan.com slash E-A-N. And that'll take you to a page where you can learn about the community, set up a call with me if you need to, um, uh, if you have more questions, or there's a link to just apply. Uh, and we would encourage you to, to do that. Awesome. Guys, this, this has been great. Thanks for being a part of uh, the podcast today. Look forward to have to do it again as we flesh out some, some additional topics. Have a great rest of your day. Talk to you soon.